Today is such a great feast because uh, here we have this great step forward in the history of salvation where God is preparing to send us his son uh, who continues to be present here with us. And our devotion to the Blessed Virgin continues to be strong precisely because God continues to come to us in the flesh. And so wherever we find Christ in the flesh, we find also the presence of the Blessed Virgin Mary because God, in choosing to come to us, in the flesh through the Blessed Virgin, continues to do so throughout uh, all of the rest of history. Now, I don't know what you think about but when you think about the Virgin, but this is what I think about. God, well, why didn't you make me immaculately conceived? Why didn't you just make, create me without sin? See, I believe you can do it with one, but then why didn't you do that with everybody? Wouldn't life be a lot more easy? If we just, you know, were born without ignorance... Without suffering uh, exactly the way uh, Adam and Eve did uh, after the fall. I said, why, get, why didn't God do that? I say, well, then what's the point of life? Yeah, this is what pushes me forward. If God somehow chose that, that we would continue to suffer as the, as the progeny of our first fathers who sinned, maybe the most important thing in life isn't not sinning. Maybe the most important thing in life is to be sons and daughters of God or to truly be friends of God. And I could say, well, is being a sinner an impediment to entering into the divine life? Well, I say no, because look at us, bunch of sinners. I see you all out there. I know, because I am too. And it's it's not an impediment to be a sinner. The point of life, if we were to make the point of life not sinning, then the point of life would somehow become all of a sudden a moral question. Uh, and, And then all about me doing what's right. And it would be a reduction of Christianity to moralism. And that's when, you know, the moment we do something wrong, it's just self loathing, it's just self hatred, it's just the self flagellation. Whereas Christ is saying, hey, look up and see me. Look up and recognize your Savior. I want you to come and be with me. And if our recognition of our need for God can come through the path of being a sinner, well, then all the better. As opposed on the other side of the people who never think of God or morality or anything at all, and they they sort of bet on the the old deathbed conversion. Do you know about this? People say, well, I'll live however I want. And then when I'm on my deathbed, I'll call the priests. Apart from the fact that how you know you're going to find yourself on a deathbed, you know what I mean? I don't really know if there's many people like that anymore today. But these people are no better. When they die, how are they going to ever recognize God if they weren't able to recognize Him when they were alive? Besides the fact that if God made all of us like the Blessed Virgin, immaculately conceived, who's to say we wouldn't sin anyway? Since our first fathers uh, were born without sin and they still uh, were duped by the devil, uh, just so, just so uh, could we. In this sense, I just want to say, and I asked the deacon to do the short version of the gospel because I think it's cruel to say all of those names at 7 a.m. <laughs> but I think this is the greatness and the mercy of God, that he uses history, that he shows us his patience. And that we can look back at everything in history that's happened and be grateful for it because it's led to God having mercy on us.
And we can look at the history of our own lives, even with all of its sinfulness, and be filled with gratitude precisely because of the gift of Christ, that already we have everything with that. So let's not be distracted uh, by this or that other thing, and let us give God thanks and every day consciously enter into that great divine life.